0: Armstrong and Getty. Pretty damn cool. Very
1: fine people on both sides. He is
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere podcasts are given away because we're stupid. So I've been on this poetry kick for like an entire ten days. Um, And we talked about a particular poem yesterday, and I wanted to get into the dis- dissecting it. Uh, reading a little of the dissection of this poet poem by a uh, smarty pants, because I think you'll find this pretty entertaining. Okay. So I'll read the poem one uh, again, because it's very short. It's one of the most famous poems in the history of the English language. I'll be damned. It was written in the 1920s, I think, but I just had Googled, because like I said, I'm into poetry right now, just Googled famous poems. And this is the most famous poem of the last, I think, 25 years. It's been in more poetry anthologies than any other in the last huh. quarter century. And it's all about the pauses, right? Their, their entire college class is written about the red wheelbarrow. This is a very short poem. A red wheelbarrow glazed with rain water beside the white chickens. That's the whole thing. Uh Yeah. What? One of the greatest poems <laughs> ever written. Did my headphones cut out there? <laughs> no, nope, that was it. And... uh I'll just read a little bit of the, the the analysis. Okay.
0: Which is just... The red wheelbarrow symbolizes red wheelbarrows.
2: I could jump into any part of this analysis. It's all just a load of crap as far as I can tell. With four stanzas, the poem describes in great detail not just a wheelbarrow, but a whole scene, a moment stuck in time. The form of the poem accomplishes this by using the strange breakpoints to emphasize certain words. The first stanza so much depends upon illustrates this by making the reader's eye and mind just hang off the word depends. The gravity of the situation draws the reader in despite not even knowing, unless one infers from the title, what so much depends on. The verb depends throws the reader off the cliff of so much, and the speaker...
1: I don't and, like to be thrown off of things when I'm
0: reading.
2: And the speaker just offers us the shaky root of a pawn on which we are expected to climb back up to reality.
0: How the hell am I going to climb back upon a pawn?
2: But, of course, we do so on his terms. Agitated, the reader then looks down to see for what he or she has been thrown into oblivion. A red wheelbarrow. Uh-huh. No, a red wheelbarrow. The abrupt disjuncture (laughs) of the phrase deconstructs the word, forcing the mind to reconsider a kindergarten-level word, such as wheelbarrow, and give it more importance. It goes on and on like this for like a book-length article. The brevity of the phrase glazed with rain not only highlights the word glazed...
1: I prefer glazed with sugar.
2: ...which does a huge amount of work for the speaker, but it also introduces the interlinear rhyme... That would you know, be it's dirty. funny. My eyes are
0: glazed right now. Go I know. on.
2: I know. And then <laughs> no, it gets I'm into this it. and then it gets into this
1: long thing about agriculture and a way of life and So, it's my... a time caps, it's a time machine Jack. It takes us back into the moment. No. See, here's what I don't like. When people are writing about other writing And they use their review of writing to try to show you how good of a writer they
0: are. Right.
1: If you want to show me how good of a writer you are, submit something to be reviewed. Don't sneak it into (laughs) a review that you are doing about something else. Rant over.
2: Yeah. 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 There is a lot of that in in critiques, but let me read the whole poem for you again, just in case you're like thinking, did I miss something? (laughs) Do we have time for that? Here's the whole thing. Do
0: it with the pauses, though. I'll do the pauses. Daddy, do it with the pauses. (laughs) A red wheel
2: barrow, glazed with rain, water, beside the white chickens. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Are so, you
0: <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Probably ought to bleep that, handsome. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, I,
2: honest to God, because I'm trying to be better than us. I'm I'm trying to be a better version of me. I'm really trying to do, but but I can't. No, that's good. I I encourage that. I can't tell if I'm being jerked around here or if I'm just too dumb. I almost gave up on my poetry kick yesterday. I thought, you know what, I clearly am just not cut out for this. I mean, there's other stuff I like, but, like, there are so many YouTube videos with people describing what's going on there. Books have been written. There are college classes dedicated to this. And I just think I'm clearly not smart enough. I'm just not.
0: Or or you're too down to earth. I once read a review of one of my favorite albums of all time, definitely in my top ten. I'm not going to mention it because it would just be a distraction, but it's an incredible work of art, so in my the opinion. Is
2: first or second Partridge
0: Family album? Uh, no, no, it's a uh, Boys debut album. Huh. Anyway, the red leather, it's just, it's so appealing to me. No, but this album is, is beloved. It's not very well known, but the, the people who know it worship it. And this reviewer accused fans of fetishizing it trying to make it more than it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a damn solid album. The songs are intriguing. The lyrics are wacky. It's, it's down to earth in kind of a cool way. But come on, people. Quit with your worshipfulness. That, see, that, the, that poem, and I fully understand maybe I'm too much of a dope to get it, but... To me, that's just an, an enormous fetishization of something. It's a nice little poem. It's it's fine, but I, it's not all that crap that it claimed to be. And then once something does reach critical
2: acclaim, how much of it is, well, of course I get it. This is a
0: highly...
1: Emperor's New Clothes.
0: Yeah, this yeah. is
2: a highly respected poem. Of course, I get it. Oh, you
0: don't get it? I mean, isn't there a certain amount of that that goes on? Absolutely, yeah. Emperor's New Clothes combined with fetishizing something and, and uh, racing to be the most eloquent and wordy praiser of it. This, It's it's a subculture thing. It's like, you know, as a rock and roll guy, I became aware of uh, East Coast peace people, New York people in particular, fetishized the Ramones just about how incredibly important they were and vital and how stupid midwestern rock was compared about how to compare to how cool the ramones were in cbgb and everything it's like you people are full of crap there are little rock clubs all over america where bands are 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 digging in they're playing their own wacky version of what rock and roll is and some of them are good some of them are better some of them are pretty unique and the ramones were pretty unique and pretty cool but because they're new york they just just, just becomes masturbation i don't know the final stanza
2: completes the picture Beside the white chickens implies a rural setting, the presence of life. They're
0: friggin' chickens. We got that.
2: (laughs) The presence of life. And finally, the encapsulation of the image inside itself. The first line contains the rhyme and the levity of the situation. The words themselves complete the physical idea. The chickens, which hid during the storm, return upon seeing the light, which
0: illuminates the wheelbarrow. See, my problem with all of this, back to the fetishizing thing, is you could write something almost exactly the same as that about hickory dickory dock the mouse ran up the clock. Oh, okay. That version. Um, if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. If you wanted to. You could do 10,000 words on, on how it echoes the aspirations of us all, even while encapsulating the the outcast feel of the rodent, natural to the earth, yet, yet forbidden from the home. And aren't we all echoing the mouse's alienation in our search for meaning?
2: Bullshit. You know what it's reminding me of? It's reminding me of the James Lindsay stuff where they made up the fake papers to, oh, and yeah. submitted them. Because you could do that with the hickory dickory duck. The smallness of a mouse compared to the largeness of time. The contrast is striking. You know, that sort of crap. Or the humble little creature. Tell me that that's not any different than what I just read. What I just said about the smallness
0: of the mouse and the largest of time. How is that different? Hell, I could give you 350 words of <laughs> the hell, 3,500 words on the mouse, the natural world, juxtap- juxtaposed with the mechanical monster that is the clock. Indeed, man's very construct of artificial time and how it butts up against the natural world and insists on its own dominance. And time, which comes for us all. And-
2: The irony of running up the clock while time moves at such a steady, slow pace. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Again, yeah, I like that. I like that analysis. And I think that happens a lot with, like, Bob Dylan lyrics. And I think Bob Dylan himself
0: is like, God, you guys think too much.
1: (laughs) It sounded good.
0: (laughs) And then at the moment the clock strikes one, one, the first number in which we escape zero. At that, that moment, the mouse chooses to run down back to the earth. Having heard the clarion call, the siren call of the mechanized world, the mouse rejects it and returns to the earth, its essence, hickory dickory dock.
2: Have you read that poem to your mom, Sean? <laughs> she's an artist, and I just wondered if maybe she would take it differently than I do.
1: Uh, I could try. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll see. I'll, just, I'll see. I'd be she's interested. a visual artist so i don't know if uh, you know hmm. i'm not sure how the i don't know either the art <laughs> yeah. I, I am not artistic so i have no idea
0: how those things translate you know what sean what why don't you do that and i'll read it to my dog <laughs> and i'll see if baxter barks
2: <laughs> the best commentary was you're effing kidding me <laughs>
0: armstrong and get information this is the best of armstrong and getty
2: featuring our podcast one more thing available
0: everywhere get more info at armstrongandgetty.com joe before we get to what your your uh
1: what your close to happy ending might have been the um i'm noticing here on bryson de chambo's uh, nft bids that the current high bidder for one of the events is uh somebody by the name of smoking joe 6969 yeah, that's are, me. Are you bidding? Are you bidding three Ethereum on Bryson DeChambeau NFT moments? I absolutely am. Smoke yeah, that's Joe
2: sixty nine sixty nine. That's you my child. screen
0: name. Yeah. yeah,
2: because you wanted to be Smoking Joe sixty nine, but that was taken.
0: Right, and I thought hey, you right know what I back. could do. You know, it's twice as good as Smoking Joe sixty nine. Smoking Joe sixty nine sixty <laughs> nine. Bingo, Giggity!
2: Well, Smoking Joe sixty nine. You were a child. Four twenty was taken.
0: Yeah, <laughs> by Elon Musk. <laughs> I
2: was going through this the other day with my son, trying to come up with a screen name. What are they going to do in the future if they're were, if we're already out of screen names? Anything you can come up with, your own personal name gone. And you, is gone. Please, your own personal name with any number of letters
1: and, uh, and th- that, that was gone three years ago.
0: <laughs> what are we going to do in the future? they are going to have to invent characters. All right, I wonder if you'll have like a fifteen-digit code, and yeah. you'll just have to send your code to friends. I suppose,
1: but it's
2: it's it's tough.
1: Joe's actually hitting on what mini games are doing in that your your official thing that you register with the the video game company is kind of hidden in the background, and then you can kind of put whatever name you want over the top of that, so you don't have to have you know different. Uh, characters and numerical numbers and stuff to to get you a unique. They got to
2: they got to clear out the ones that aren't being used because Henry Henry wanted to be Henry Gamer. Th- that person might use it, or they may have made that like d- 15 years ago and haven't used it in 15 years. Just like Joe sixty nine might not be doing anything with his
0: clever name, and, and, and <laughs> it keeps you from clever having it. and amusing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, giggity. So, Jack, i got to ask you, before I dive into this, it's really a, a, an unbelievable email. Um, any further developments on the skater kids uh, offering your son and his buddy drugs story um, that you'd like to admit to? No. Um, I spent quite a bit of
2: time talking to the police, and they at least pretended to be interested in the story. Um, and, and talk to me for quite a while and are going to start patrolling more often. I'm still working to try to get the couches out of there. The police can't do that. That's the city's park and rec department. And with COVID nobody's there. And so that's become more difficult. You got a truck. You need me to
1: come over and we can pick up the couch and get it out of there.
2: Well, it's a long way from a street unless I'm going to drive across, you know, uh, little league field. Oh, we need a dolly. We need some ropes and pulleys. We, we,
0: we'll take care of this in an afternoon. That's well, true. if you we can could. shoot up in the park and take a crap in the park and aggressively panhandle in the park and shout at people because you're a lunatic in the park, surely you can drive your pickup.
2: I guess that's what I would say to a policeman. If you can offer 10 year olds drugs in the park, surely I can come pick up a couch in the park. Right. But right. uh yeah, we well, I'm sure we could, Sean. That actually And then be hit him fun. with
0: I paid your salary. Oh boy, that's that always a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> always a good idea. Hope the cops listening. And I still really have lumps from trying that before. <laughs> oh jeez, easy. So I I bring this up because we got this um note from uh I'll just say uh I don't know, he doesn't ask for anonymity, but this is a semi-frequent correspondent. Uh we'll say his name is Rick. Uh, Hello again, A&G from MDCLA, which is a prison. You asked about kids and drugs, and I think I'm qualified to answer any questions that you may have. I am detained to pending trial for distribution of fentanyl resulting in death or serious bodily injury. Holy crap. I'm not a parent, but I was a child once. My general advice is, one, don't lie to kids, because any benefits of the lie will be transient, while the loss of trust will linger. And two, trust your parenting. You only get so many years of you being able to reward and punish children and shape their behavior before they start doing their own thing, and they will make mistakes and get into trouble. But if you raise them well, they'll probably turn out fine. My story almost had a happy ending. I smoked weed and did ecstasy and psychedelics in high school because I'm curious and stubborn and wasn't going to take anyone's word for it that drugs are bad, especially after learning that all of the marijuana fear-mongering that I was taught was untrue, which sparked my interest in chemistry. I left high school early, went to UCLA for undergrad, then studied physics in grad school. In grad school, I developed a heroin addiction, and now here I am, looking at a 20-year mandatory minimum. Opioids are no joke. Then he goes into stuff on ecstasy or molly, uh, more in line with uh, psychedelics that uh, apparently one of the young miscreants offered, whether seriously or not, to your son and his buddy. Mm -hmm. And he describes the effects of it. Uh, i'm guessing
2: it makes you feel good
0: it's fairly easy to tell if your child is using ecstasy they'll be talking a mile a minute their eyes will be dilated they will appear to be more affectionate than usual for people and soft objects and if they are a regular user you will probably notice them listening to a lot more edm than they did before anyway you've probably already gotten a lot of advice for your specific situation learn to trust your parenting uh good luck Maybe I can find a way to spend my abundant free time advising children or parents about drugs. That'd, be a, that'd
2: be a good thing to do with your life there, man. It'd yeah. be an awesome thing to do with your life. Yeah. Any wisdom you have about that track would be great to share, which you just yeah. did, obviously.
0: How how heartbreaking is that my story almost had a happy ending? He got off of drugs, got himself educated in advanced education in physics, and then just for some reason wandered back to the, the hard stuff. Yeah. Man, that's, uh, Rick, and I know your real name. I'm looking at it. Uh, that's a drag, dude. I yes, feel for you. Yeah. Oh, that fentanyl. I was reading more about fentanyl. Holy crap. That's a problem. And the Chinese are, are heaping it upon us, too. They said they'd stop, but they haven't. It's coming through Mexico, by the way, speaking of the border, which we have been lately a fair amount.
2: Mm-hmm. Boy, not one of our funnier podcasts. No, not I was really. Expecting more out of Smoke and Joe sixty nine sixty
1: nine. Yeah, we had that. That was good times. That's that was. Not, those those not, were good times. Yeah, let's not Re- forget that.
2: Earlier in the podcast.
1: Oh man, yeah. so so fun. So much
0: laughter. <laughs> well, this was but all it, important. But I tell you what, some guy comes along and tries to use Smoke and Joe sixty nine sixty nine sixty <laughs> nine. He's gonna have a problem with me. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. <laughs>
2: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show, featuring our podcast One More Thing, available everywhere. Podcasts are given away because we're stupid. Before we get to whatever Joe's nonsense is, Sean, are you willing to share that news, or is it a secret at this
1: point? Um, I yeah I, yeah I can talk about or you it. You can be vague or you can be specific. No, I can speak talk about up,
0: it. Long Her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sean, who looks
2: like Jesus
1: now. So uh yeah I've talked about the uh, the NBA top shots thing the kind of digital basketball cards your non-fungible tokens which I seems like get it. <laughs>
2: seems like witchcraft or something but
1: now all of this is still exists in the theoretical um there's still a couple steps that need to be taken for this to actually come true but there's a chance that I hit a five-figure kind of payday on on one of my moments.
2: Five-figure. What? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Zero, and zero, 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 four, right? The, z- the reason including is... Including decimals. Many figures. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, the reason is interesting,
1: though. So uh, I, I happened to get into one of these pack raffles where they have a limited number of packs and you have to get randomly number assigned and only a certain number of people get it. I happened to, quote-unquote win the quote-unquote right to give this company money and buy a pack from them. I did so, and the rare card that I pulled, the serial number, happened to coincide with the jersey number of the player that it represents, which for <gasps> reasons, like the the, the, <laughs> the most valuable serial number of these things is usually the number one because sure. it's the first minted, etc., yeah. etc. The second most valuable serial number on all these just happens, uh, tends to be the jersey number of the player from said moment.
2: You know, I'm. You, you know more about this than I do. I have no expertise, but my guess would be,
1: don't think it's going to be more
2: valuable five years from now <laughs>
0: than it is mm.
1: now. Oh, I, yeah, I, I am more than happy to take uh, the, the 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 bottom end of the range of this payout. Should but it be five anywhere close? Figures, but
0: figures, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and how do you know the rough figure? Uh, based
1: off precedent of other cards and other. Uh, Similar rarity, so this is a card that only, there's only about two thousand of this card in total. So you compare it to other card uh, that have that same number of quantity.
2: And I'm guessing the player matters, and it's in the range of some other. The, players. the player
1: matters, but this is not an all-star player. Okay, like, this is this is a young guy wow. who may be good at some point, but this isn't like like uh, you not being an NBA diehard, You two probably wouldn't know who. But this guy so is.
2: just the fact that the, the 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 jersey number matches the serial
0: number is the yeah. main thing. Yeah. Okay, there you go. You know what, kids? Don't work hard. Don't get a job. Don't get an education. Just figure out what the the, the latest internet craze is and jump in on it.
1: Jack was trying to give me credit with something. Well, uh, th- this is preparedness meets opportunity. That's what it is. <laughs> and I tried to correct him that no, this is more like degenerate falls face first into good fortune. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, in theory this will all cash the same. Well, when I was stamp collecting as a as a kid
2: cuz that's what passed for fun in my world um you know you'd have the misprint stamps that were worth so much money and everything like that why there there's no logical reason it's rare Rarity. okay big deal uh, but but it was and if if people are trading it for that amount of money then it is worth that much and it's just you know it sounds like the same sort of thing to me
0: so, yeah. I was once in possession of an extremely rare penny in which Abraham Lincoln was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> wow. How did that it one work?
1: $50,000.
0: And I accidentally put it into a vending
1: machine. So, yeah, we'll see if one of these idiot hobbies actually uh, pays off for me uh, in that'd some way. Be,
0: that'd be awesome. Parents, it, it, take one quarter. Of what you were going to spend on your kids' college education and just give them that cash to gamble on internet crazes. <laughs> I actually think that's a better idea than uh, it might seem at first glance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see yeah. that. I'll be damned. So we got this note from uh, Janice who's very angry. <clears throat> I was so furious when I woke up to your. Open this a.m.? Oh, like our, our opening segment. Uh, inferring Queen Elizabeth and the royal family are racists. QE2 doesn't have a racist bone in her body. Her last equerry, i.e. closest advisor, was black, which is neither here nor there. Well, some of her best friends are black. You have preached how hurtful and dangerous it, it is to throw around accusations of racism. This is exactly what is happening here. Well, the queen I is not worried about brown babies.
2: Well, somebody was, according to Harry, but um, I don't really think the Queen is worried about what I say about her, and I certainly don't care what I say about her. Um,
0: <laughs> so you're apologizing, then? <laughs> I take full responsibility. <laughs> but this this part I like, unless you want to comment on that.
2: Uh, my only comment would be we got one of us said it, or somebody said it, or something like that. Apparently got imply or infer backwards, and somebody was very upset about that, and she said inferred. So, imply, inferred is you heard, you were taking it that way. Implied is you're
1: sending it that direction. So,
2: yes. gotta make sure we get that right.
1: The speaker implies
0: the listener. There you go. Thank you very much. Latest internet billionaire. Positive, Sean. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This, this part is true. Besides, uh, her oh, besides her mother, Meghan Markle is totally estranged from her entire family, and has now managed to estrange her husband from his.
2: Ooh, ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You take mm. that out of the world of the royals and just make that regular people. I've known those people. Mmm, that's pretty good right there. You Wait cut yourself
0: off. You have conflict with everybody, but you pick one ally. But then you have to have their undivided attention, too, which means you have to cut them off from their family.
2: Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. You just observe it. So sh- he, I'll go with he on this one. He's got no relationship with his family. Marries her. Now she can't have a relationship with her family, apparently. Yeah. some Because of something. Seems like a heck of a coincidence.
0: Something that in this, we're changing this is here, but yeah. something that he's at the middle of. Yeah. She has to cut off her family. Uh, Our correspondent goes on to write, It is fine. You are proud to not care about the royal family, but you do have to recognize a 39-year-old woke axe grinder when you see one.
2: I think he's legitimately in love with and has kids with, as you said earlier, so I I hope everything works out for them. I hope they stay married and raise the kids properly. He seems like a good dude. I think he uh, fell in love with a crazy hottie, though, and is going to make her life make his life difficult, and at some point he'll look back on this and think, oh, my God, she made my life very difficult.
0: I hope Mm -hmm. not. I hope not. Yeah, well, it could be her great skill, because as far as I know, she's no better actor than anybody else is and whatever, but um, her great skill is uh, her womanly wiles. She landed a prince. The other way to look at it
2: would be everything he's saying is legit. The royal family thing is stupid. Why mm-hmm. would anybody want to have that life? It doesn't make right. any sense whatsoever. It's a trap. Anybody who would allow their kids to grow up in that is really not a very good parent, probably. So yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, hey, Janice, I'm sorry you're pissed off at us. Uh, I think you're taking our uh, our uh, hijinks a little too seriously, but we appreciate the thoughts anyway. Yeah, some I good point. Appreciate
2: you think that our opinion matters enough that anybody could be offended, but um, you know, at, at a high level. Actually, the more I think about it, you look at William and Kate Middleton and their kid being born and all the pictures and the first time they're seen in their Easter clothes and that sort of stuff. Who would want that for their child? Oh, my God. If I'm Harry, I do everything I can to get away from that. Now, the key will be um, how much we see of their kids, Mm -hmm. you know. we start seeing a lot of their kids, I mean, because they're sitting down for interviews
1: to say we don't want to be. But even then, isn't there a little bit more of this is on our terms? Sure. Aspect of it. Sure.
0: And they can control those terms. Uh, You know, one of the interesting things about the interview, to the extent that it was interesting, was she wanted to make various decisions about the wedding and the child and the rest of it and was told, no, no, you don't make that decision. No, you do what you're told. And she thought, "Wow, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm about to have a child, and I'm being told what I can and can't do. Yeah. What is this?" Yeah. Hey, just for fun, play a uh, clip two. It's short, but it's Prince Harry. My father and my brother—they are trapped.
1: They don't get to leave, and I have huge compassion for that.
2: He said, "At some point, I used to." He said something about talking to his dad, Prince Charles. And uh, he said, and, and we argued about this quite a while. As long as he was taking my calls, till he stopped, implying, as I, I mean, inferred, he, 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 that yep. uh, his dad stopped
0: taking calls from him. Yep, yep. His dad has cut him off. He says, so. won't won't pick up the phone. Um, put the phone to his jug ears. So are they?
2: What is it? Uncalled <laughs> what? for. Uncalled for. <laughs> what are what are their last names? What's the queen's last name? The, She's part of Windsor? which family? Are they, they're Windsors?
0: The Windsors. They're not Tudors. Tudors. They're four-doors.
2: So, Windsors... That's is it, the do, do Windsors go back to anybody like we've heard of? Like King Henry VIII was a two-door, I believe. The first oh. Queen Elizabeth, I think, was a two-door. I'm checking for or sh- or to a, give. Or a hatchback. No, I'm, f- <laughs> I'm fresh out. One of them was a hatchback. Um, no, the reason I would give a if I was one is if I could trace my lineage back to, you know... Somebody was involved in the conquest of this, or the beheading of that person, or whatever. That'd be pretty damned interesting.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Get on the genealogy train. Woot woot! It'd be a lot easier if you're a freaking royal.
2: There are a million books and castles and everything you know outlining your your, your lineage. You don't have to do twenty three and me. No, no, my plus you're son... all
0: inbred. So your cousin's your brother, and your brother's your uncle.
2: <laughs> That's right. And if you get cut you get a paper cut and you bleed to death. <laughs> exactly. Skins translucent. There's no way to be man. You're well, trapped. to Imagine what they do all day. Some of your lesser royals. Imagine what they do all day long. Freaking nothing. How incredibly insane would that make you? Yeah, I said a lot of them do charity work. You know, even even though even if you're a doing charity foundation. work, Yeah, exactly. But you got nothing. You have to do. You ride to the hounds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You slapping up an uh, uppity peasant? Oh boy! You ride fancy horses. You, you shoot at foxes. You probably drink out of fancy glasses. And you convince you yourself.
2: And you convince yourself that somehow this is important for the nation and the people, and it's important that I do this. That that seems to be what William has taken on is that this is important for the the country of England. Is that we do this and be their royal family. And I think they're greatly misguided in that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'd love to ask him that someday. Don't you think the country would be better off without this silly tradition? No offense, you seem like a good egg, but, I mean, who, who you were born to? Who the hell cares? Armstrong and Getty.
2: information.
0: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
2: Featuring our podcast
0: One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com
2: And then one more thing here. Um, I had not even heard of this, but the reason I'm willing to do this story is was like a month ago when Sean handed me the story of are air fryers worth the hype. And I'd never even heard of an air fryer. And uh, it turns out, according to Sean and Joe, they are Worth the hype. They're fantastic for cooking.
0: Yeah, they're they're not pretty particularly cool
2: expensive, and they're very handy. So, I should get one of those. However, this one, which I'd also not heard of, the Insta Famous Always Pan, is not worth the hype. The Always Pan is inescapable. It says here. Well, I've managed to escape it. <laughs> Me too. I've never heard of this
0: thing. Whatever it is. Uh huh.
2: If you're on Instagram, you're hitting a, a nonstop stream of ads for the pastel-colored cookware that claims to do it all. You can't be on Instagram or social media without coming across the always looking band. at
0: French built bulldogs.
2: <laughs> Apparently, I have been able to be on social media and not come across the always ban. I'm having trouble figuring out what it is. Sean thinks he's nailed it down.
1: So it's designed to replace the eight traditional pieces of cookware. It, it, it replaces the the okay. fry pan, the saute pan, the steamer, the skillet, the sauciere, the saucepan. I don't know what the difference between those two things are. Uh,
2: okay, yeah. um, uh, it, and now it makes sense. So I'm looking at the picture. It's supposed to be really well well made and a particularly great version of Don Stick and it's got I don't know if I can describe it but the way it's built it can be all different sizes in one pan and like a strainer and everything else. You just buy this How? one thing. They're kind of like Am uh, I Harry Potter over here or what? Uh it, it, like um um those
1: Panis. Excuse me, be careful with that spell. <laughs> Exactly. why do i have
2: a different
0: penis now <laughs> oh i'm sorry Panis. whose penis is this hey i think so i like sorry this... so sorry ron <laughs> i think i like this one better so
2: that worked out all right
1: so it appears to be just kind of a a larger than your typical um like big skillet so if you want to put some water in the bottom and put the steamer thing in it. It can also be a steamer. Well,
2: and it looks to me like it's got a uh, Russian nesting doll sort of thing too yeah, yeah, where you got like the slightly smaller ones fit exactly in there, but they can all just be one piece or you can take a couple out and all of a sudden it's bigger.
0: So skillets and iced tea.
2: <laughs> so, there you go. They always spend... but anyway, their their conclusion it is not worth the hype. It's about 145 bucks and in theory it would be all of your cookware in one pan, but they say it's not worth the hype. And it's something to do with soft gel cookware that I don't know anything about that people like, but it doesn't last very long, and most consumers say they would never buy again. So that's a consumer tip for the day. I like uh, it. At least this publication says soft gel cookware is not a good idea.
1: I stand by my air fryer. You,
0: as does Joe, who cooked. What did you say cooked in it? Uh, we had uh, chicken like uh, tenders, uh, yeah, nice bread strips. So chicken, you eat things without knowing what they are. Well, no, I couldn't remember what they're called. Oh, all okay. strips of chicken with the breading on. Them, I thought you just it's... sat
2: down and started shoving food into your mouth without asking well, what it is, or if even
0: fry put it in,
2: or if even thinking what it is, and you just eat it, and then you walk away from the to- table. I
0: have done that. I didn't <laughs> in this case. I would suggest though they have they have really good toaster ovens that have also the air fryer capability and that's probably a better investment than unless you have an unlimited amount of counter space you know just get a, upgrade your uh, your toaster oven
2: I wonder if it would work cuz my wife makes a lot of these um uh, uh like not breaded but the fried vegetable things that the kids oh, will then yeah. eat and she just you know every vegetable she throws in there and they're freaking fantastic and kind of healthy-ish, cuz she uses the right oil and all that sort of stuff but um, it's a great way to get kids to eat those vegetables, though, because there's usually
0: Teriyaki vegetables, yeah, buddy.
2: Cucumbers and all kinds of different things. Carrots. Oh, I love those. I need a plate of those right now. Would you make those in an air fryer? Or would I, I, suppose, I, use, my, yeah. or would I use my hype-free always pan? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I I've exhausted my knowledge of this crap.
1: I've heard people saying they they do cook vegetables in the air fryer. I have not yet to do that because I can't find them in my freezer section
2: the vegetables yeah,
1: yeah yeah i i'm looking at them by the hot pockets but they're not there
0: huh.
2: our, uh, our our youngest son with his various health issues doesn't eat anything but like a couple of different things that aren't particularly healthy and the doctor said the other day or at least the psychologist said the other day don't worry about it and just and man i can't tell you what a relief that was to have the doctor say just let him eat the three things he eats because it's an all day, every day battle to try to yeah. get him to eat something else, and just say, okay. Doctor says it's fine. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Have your dang yogurt, the same cereal, and and uh, whatever else. Oh, your granola bar all day, every day. Fine. Doctor says it's okay. Yeah. yeah Could you do that okay. the rest of your life though, or would your skin turn a weird pallor and your hair fall out? I'm willing to try.
0: <laughs> I-, I think I think probably you'd be self correcting. At some point, he'll he'll want other things. Haven't you
2: always said your brother ate nothing but hot dogs for a long time, and he turned and out And pink
0: right. milk. Yep.
2: What's pink milk?
0: Strawberry. Strawberry oh. milk. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. It, hot dogs and strawberry milk does not sound like a great diet.
0: No, that's all he would eat from ages like uh, seven, eight. That's really? Like that. for like that's hilarious. T-
2: for two years. Only <laughs> hot dogs and pink milk.
0: Yeah, my parents were really freaked out by it. And he's 6'2", yeah. like a strapping naval officer at this point. Well, Although he is check. pink. I mean, he's, he's as, as, as pink as a, a pink thing. Pink is a, a, a cotton candy.
2: <laughs> I'll have to tell my wife in his skin cells. I'll have to tell my wife that she'll like that, knowing that a guy who ends up you know, being in the military and everything like that had strawberry milk and hot dogs for two years. Uh, we'll be less worried about Henry. That's funny. Yeah, he's
0: big, strong, and smart as hell. So there you my final
2: it. story on that is my younger brother, who is a much bigger than me now. Um, he he really liked raw hot dogs, and like one of my biggest memories of him because he was quite a bit younger than me was walking around the house in a diaper, holding a cold hot dog in his hand, eating on it. He would he would just go to the fridge and <laughs> open the fridge and get a hot dog out of the package and eat him cold. And just why not. Like it was a microphone. I I just walk
1: around eating it all the time. I believe I did that when I was a kid, too. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Final note from me. uh, See how you like this. Why do French bulldogs plant trees? So that the German shepherds can march in the shade. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) You were a child. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't great. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty.